0: So to hear music
1: mm-hmm. moves me inside,
0: yeah, especially Christmas music, but this will be the first Christmas I'm away from my children, mm-hmm. and this is, to hear music like that moves your soul, moves your heart, and for it to just be played with your whole heart, it's amazing.
2: Good morning everyone. (laughs) Welcome to Arts for the Health of It. I am Catherine Particini and I'm here with our new co-host, Andrea vocab sanderson Woo!
0: Good morning. Thunderous applause. Feels so good. How are you? I feel good. I feel good. That was a, a moving testimonial, you know this organization that we're connected to is, is making some major impact in a lot of people's lives that are in the process of healing and on their journey.
2: Yes, uh, I got to work with Archie a few times in the hospital and he's just a remarkable person to get to know. So glad we got to share that this morning. Um, we are here today with Andrea Nelson and uh, we want to give you a chance to gather some art supplies because we will be Uh, doing an activity together. So um, you'll need some watercolors, brushes, um, water, obviously, (laughs) paper towels, Um, and we'll give you another chance. Oh, or if you don't have that, yes, you can also use markers, uh, really anything where you can apply some color to a piece of paper. So um, we also have a joy card we wanted to start with. There it is. So these joy cards, um, we had uh, Michelle um, on our podcast a few months ago, and they are daily reminders or uh, ways to set an intention for the day. And so this one today is about creating a life list. And it says, what's on your must do life list? Is it travel, take a hot air balloon ride, attend the Olympics or buy a house? Start now, live life fully. So just something to ponder.
0: (laughs) I think it's really good since we're in a new year and I think just about everybody starts their year (laughs) thinking about what am I going to accomplish? What are my goals? Um, Some people kind of criticize the idea of a vision board or, um, you know, resolutions. Um, But I feel like it's always good to set some intentions in our life and plan for the future in ways that we can. And, you know, some of these things that are in our heart, I feel like maybe they lie dormant sometimes and it's time to awaken them. So yes. I challenge everybody to awaken it by making a list of things you want to do. You can call it a bucket list or you can call it a life list, whatever you want. Mm. I don't want to think about the fact that I'm going to die. So I think <laughs> stay away from bucket list and just yes. on a life list. <laughs> I
2: like it. <laughs> All right. Well, on that on that note, um, yeah. let's start the show.
0: Come along with me
2: and I know you'll see that a song changes everything. Good morning. It's Andrea Nelson. Hi. when a
0: beautiful woman appeared in a
2: colorful room. <laughs> I know your studio is so beautiful. Oh, the, it's
1: a it's an extra room in my house. That's, you know, it's, it's not fancy, but
0: I don't know, that cat clock is doing something for me.
1: I got it for Christmas. It was yeah. So that actually came from a video. I painted a cat in like October and I was like, this looks like one of those cat clock things. And I love those, but I never had one. And I mentioned it to my husband who is very thoughtful and sweet and he remembered and he got me that for Christmas. And
0: that's, that's why you love him.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He listens. That's why we love him. Yeah.
2: Ooh. Well, welcome to the show, Andrea. We're just very excited to have you on today. And um I, I consider I admire your work very much for many reasons, Um as does one of our artists in residence, Hannah, who we wanted to bring her on to, to be able to speak with you, but she's a, a huge fan as well.
1: Oh, that's so nice. I, I never know what to say, because it's just like, it's just me. It's just me talking to a device in my house. That's but all that, it is.
2: I think that's part of part of what makes your um, your art making and how you share it so powerful is it's very relatable. It's very down to earth. Um, but for people who don't know you, which I don't, I don't know who that would be, but (laughs) could you share a little bit about yourself and like who you are, what you do? And.
1: Yeah. So my, my origin story, I guess is, um, it's, it's a twisty road as, it usually is, but, um, I am not like a trained artist. I, I have never gone to art school. I actually, I have a creative writing degree hmm. was my back, back, story. And then, um, after having a son with autism went and got a master's degree in special education and I was a teacher and I was teaching preschool. And so like all throughout my life, there's been creativity like I've always been a maker of things and when it was my like I had little kids I was making stuff with them when I was a teacher I was always constantly making stuff in the classroom with my students and art was a huge part of what I did um with my with my kids and then my husband and I got this idea to open a candy store (laughs) later in life because that is what one does Yes. You're (laughs) 40. Makes sense. (laughs) Decide to totally change your life course. And so I left the classroom and was working in the candy store. And I started kind of doing more art at home on my own because there was not like a creative outlet. And uh, at some point, my oldest son was like, you should sell that. And it turned into a business and then i still was missing this like piece of like connection with other humans mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that i i missed the classroom i missed like actually making an impact with people kids and families and um i started making videos and they really just kind of like took on a life of their own and now i somehow I'm a 47 year old content creator.
2: (laughs) (laughs) An art influencer. Yeah. I don't know,
1: but I don't really ever feel like I know what I'm doing. Like these, the watercolor animals are my art. Mm -hmm. That's an acrylic painting. Those are some like crafty guys, but um, watercolor is really my jam. Mm -hmm. And I am self-taught, so I'm always kind of like figuring things out as I go. But I have all these other interests, and so a lot of my videos are just me being like, "Let's make an egg carton an animal," and I don't know how to do that, and I'll probably drop things <laughs> in the process. But taking you along,
2: yeah, you 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 film the whole process, which I think is great. Um, yeah. I think it's part of what makes it relatable. Go ahead, Bokep.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, um, why did you choose? Because you're an educator and that's just who you are. That's what God called you to be. And you're just walking in your purpose doing that. And so no matter what way it manifests, I'm sure even when you were in the candy shop, you were finding ways to teach people about the candy that was there. Just like, let me just drop this little tidbit of knowledge on you about licorice. while you're <laughs> you. You Why? <know? laughs> but I mean, like how? Like what inspires you to make art so practical? Uh, and like, do you just well, stare at items in your house and be like, okay, let me pick that up and try to do something with it? Or is it conversations with other people? Like, how did how do you decide to make it so practical?
1: I think um, the the evolution of the videos. It was kind of like you know, at first I was showing my art and I was kind of talking about things that come up in my own art. You know. Practices that I use and and at one point (laughs) At one point I picked up my watercolors and I sprayed them with the spray bottle And it like blew people's minds. They were like what she you just sprayed it. Why didn't you drip it with the paintbrush? And that triggered another video where I was talking to parents because you know You give your kid that little cup of water with their watercolor and it's like this much water But it's, like, this much water (laughs) when they spill it, right? Right. So I did the video about, like, you know, instead of handing your kid a cup of water, you just spray the watercolors and give them a sponge to, like, dip off their brush or whatever. And that video kind of triggered a whole thing where it was really parents saying, I'm not crafty or I'm not artsy. And... That there was actually a video that I did at one point where a mom said, I want to be that mom, but I'm just not. Mm. And I was like, Nobody is that mom all the time, but you can be that mom sometimes. And so it was kind of became my purpose to like make art accessible to those people who feel like that's not me. one way to do that is by kind of keeping materials and steps simple, mm-hmm. because you don't want to overwhelm somebody with, you have to buy 18 things and you need four hours, you know? <laughs> so that's really where it came from, was this idea of like making art accessible for people mm-hmm. who don't consider themselves artistic.
2: Mm-hmm. And that that aligns so much with our approach with patients and caregivers in the hospital, um, because most of most of the time, I'd say, especially with art making like music is like, yeah, I want to hear music. But if you offer art to do art with someone, there's usually some like a series of objections. And the first one is usually, I'm not an artist. And so Mm -hmm. I think um, part of why we wanted to have you on was because you're so skilled at making it accessible. And it it is affordable. It's like with stuff you could find at the grocery store. um, So that you're just removing barriers for people to try um, to perhaps tap into something they didn't know they could do. Um, Right. So, right.
1: And I think too, like, you know, there's this idea that when you make something, it needs to be like a finished product. It needs to be hang upable is the the it's a very official word that I made that up. That is
2: an official word. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's so that it's this idea that it has to be hang upable. And m- my whole thing is like I didn't, I didn't start with the cat and the llama. I started with just shapes and colors. And there have been 18 cats before the one that I hung up on the wall, right? Right. But a lot of times on social media, you don't get to see all of those like practice steps and the learning process that happens through art. You just see the person standing there with their canvas, and then they turn it around, and it's a masterpiece. Oh, yes. And you're like, I, I don't think yeah. I can do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you, because we needed to be reminded we can't roll out of bed and be Monet. You know. No. <laughs> No, and I I think that's the people's problem. Is Instagram got us fooled and duped into thinking you are you are a master craftsman on day one that no one does that. Like zero people. Right. (laughs)
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. So I think I think Instagram, especially you know, starting out as like photographs, you really did get just that finished, perfect piece. it's all very curated and then when video kind of started becoming the thing it was it was easier to kind of show that process of things are messy and stuff happens in everything i make every video that i make (laughs) where i drag my arm through it or there's a drip or something falls down or the, you know what I mean? Like there's something in every video and you just keep going with it. And that's, you know, for you, for what you're doing in a hospital setting, that's what they, they are all doing every day is just, they just have to keep going. Right. So, you know, there are lessons in all of it.
0: Right. Life is messy, but so by proxy, art must also be messy. <laughs>
1: right. <Yes. laughs> exactly. Exactly.
2: We, um, we're going to take a quick break. And um, after we come back from the break, we'd love it if you could walk us through one of your projects. Yeah. Um, and if you could remind people what they might need. For supplies,
1: so this is actually there are a few steps to this, and, and I'm gonna show you all the steps, but you might only get through like the first phase. So, watercolors are what I'm gonna use for this, but um, like you guys said in the intro, if you don't have watercolors, you could use anything really to make we're just gonna put color on the paper. This is not an intimidating thing, so watercolors, um paper and a brush and water and then I'm going to show you kind of what we do with it once it's dry which is with a pen a a fine liner pen but if you're using paint you might not get it it might not get
2: dry and we could we could let it dry and then come back to it later exactly and I'm going to show you what
1: I've got I've through the the magic of pre-planning I've got it to show you (laughs)
2: Yes. Voila. That teacher. teacher Yes. Yeah. You're prepared. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
1: Whether you consider yourself a musician or not, music is all around us and it affects our everyday lives. Whether it's background music influencing our shopping habits in a store, organ music adding the vibe to a baseball game. Or a playlist convincing us to keep going on that last mile of a run. I'm Mindy Peterson, host of the podcast Enhanced Life with Music, where we take a holistic look at the power of music in our everyday lives through the lens of science and health, sports and entertainment, business and education. You can find me and Enhanced Life with Music at mpetersonmusic.com podcast or wherever you get your audio. Unleash the power of music.
2: we're back. Uh, before we get started, I just want to, um, we have some comments that came in and, and Richard has put them up on the screen there. So Robin says, what I love about Andrea, is she inspires to be creative and lighthearted. Plus she's funny and fun. <laughs> it's, uh,
1: I, I always, I, I don't know. That's so nice. Thank you. I'm just a big dork. Like I have a preschool mindset always. And it's, like, that's just I don't know. I always feel so awkward. I think that comes across too, and I guess that's what people like relate to. Is well, you're
2: a real person, and I, <laughs> I mean, it's working. Are, it's right? working. <laughs> we
0: got we got a million words for it: quirky, eclectic, eccentric. You know, we just we got to be ourselves, and that's what makes this world so beautiful. The different people that contribute because. I mean, I haven't met to, it's better than I think being one of those people who is just like morosely sad and grossly and right. serious and staunch and, and you can't, you know, mm-hmm. it's its better to be you. I, yeah. I'll take it, I'll yeah. take it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, we ready to get started? Yeah,
1: so it's really, really simple. And I have shown this on um, TikTok and Instagram a couple times now. But basically, we're just going to let the watercolor do its thing. And I like to start by putting a bunch of water on the paper first, because when you put water on the paper, that's really going to let the colors like combine together. And I call it the mixy-mixy magic, because all the colors will kind of like combine in unexpected ways. So we put some water down on the paper. And if you have like a spray bottle, like I do, you can spray your paints to get your paints going. You can even spray a little bit on the paper to get it like nice and wet. And then we just start dropping in color. So I get like a bunch of paint on my brush and then I just start touching it to the water. And it's just going to spread out and it's going to, it's, it's just going to make you happy. Hopefully it's going to make you happy.
0: And that's what
1: I say is like, I just go with the colors that make me happy. So I put some blue down and now I'm going to put this purpley pink down and I'm just going to let it all like mix. Thing.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just
1: all going to mix together and you're going to see the colors kind of come together. And this is like, For me, the most relaxing thing, because I'm not trying to paint a thing. I'm just putting colors on the paper and letting the paint interact on its own. So this is – I have a watercolor class, a beginner class, and um, I have a section in the class that I called – Uh, order and chaos. And I did an activity where they do like very structured, a very structured um, gradient. Mm -hmm. That's like, very like you're following the rules, right? Right. You get this very specific thing. And then the chaos is basically this, where you just let the colors mix You pick what makes you happy in that moment. Like yellow for me, you know, it's a funny color because I don't really like it in my life, like in my house, but I love it in paint, which is funny. Uh, Pink is the same way for me. I'm not, I'm not really into wearing pink that much, Um, but I use it in every painting. So It's really, this exercise is just about not thinking about it too much and putting your colors on the paper in a way that is, like, kind of soothing to your soul at that time. So my colors are super colorful. I'm going, like, rainbow colors. But if somebody's mood is not rainbow colors they might want to do a lot of dark colors they might do a lot of like natural greens and yellows and you know woodland kind of colors or maybe somebody wants to do all warm colors you can do whatever you want you could even do all black with Mm -hmm. just black and because it's watercolor it's gonna kind of um depend on how much water you have mixed in with what value you get the lightness or darkness of that color. Um, And so you will end up with variations in it, even if you just use one color. So that would be kind of a fun exercise to do would be to just do one, just do one color and, uh, and see what you end up with. The other thing about watercolor is it, lightens as it dries so the way that it looks right now is not exactly what it's going to look like when it's done
2: Uh, don't get don't get too attached
1: (laughs) don't get too attached to it no you can also like when you have it's i wish you guys could see what i've got going on but um when you have like a big puddle like mm-hmm. I have a big puddle going on here. If you pick it up and you tilt it and you let it run, uh,
0: you yeah. see, mm-hmm. you're
1: gonna end up with all kinds of interesting effects. right? So if I put more paint on here, we can just let that all run together. You can take um, one color and you can just do like a dot and see what that does. It's really just about playing around and having fun with the paint.
2: Kind of so letting water, your your intuition take over.
1: Yeah, like I actually love this. Like the letting it drip. I don't know that I've ever really done this, but this is a really cool um, this is a really cool effect that we're getting here. It's not it's not something that I would normally do, like pick up a watercolor paper and let the paint run. But for this exercise, this is perfect. Because I'm going to show you, this is going to be a video, guys. We're going to make something with this. I
2: know. I was just saying, everyone stay tuned, you know, for one of your future videos. because Yeah. <laughs> there's a oh, project I coming know. up.
1: 90% of my um, ideas happen is is by mistake really but so so you cover the whole sheet right so let me and now I have big have big drips all over my desk but that's fine it's gonna be fine so once it dries I did this one yesterday so this one I did not pick up and let it drip but
2: this is kind of like
1: how it ended up
2: and if you're listening and not watching yet uh we encourage you to go watch no no that's okay but um this painting it's it's a beautiful blend of all different colors uh the whole page is covered
1: yeah so and like you can see where i've just got blobs of color and If you add water to your paint when it's on the paper, you'll get what are called blooms. Mm -hmm. So that's where the, the paint kind of spreads out and you get darker areas. So all of this variation is what we're looking for for this activity. Because once you get to this stage where it's dry now, then we go in with a pen and we start looking for shapes in our painting. So this could be like as, um, as detailed as you want to be, or it could, you could just look for giant shapes. So I just get my little pen and I start outlining all of the shapes that I see in the, in the painting. So you just start going around all of these little marks. And I'm telling you, when I when I do this, like, I go into a sort of trance where my brain like shuts, it shuts off, like for everything except for this.
2: And that that was a question I had for you is, have you noticed in your art making, like, it's evident that you, you do it for so many good reasons. But um, is there a personal connection to it for you? where it does become meditative or relaxing or like was there a point in this whole journey you've had where you realized this is bigger than just making pictures for me it's it's more connected to
1: oh yeah yeah I mean I think um like for me personally I'm a person with a lot of anxiety um my brain is always going and it's always going to like the worst case scenario. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Like, that's just me. My, like, I, I have said before, you know, people like to say that I have a sunny personality. It's like, I have a sunny personality with a big gray rain cloud in my soul. Like I, <laughs> I am or <Eeyore> inside. <laughs> so, um, so for me, art is a way to kind of, like relax my brain and let some of those fears and worries go because you can't focus on, you know, whatever it is when you're focused on looking for the shapes in this piece. Um, I think the other thing is that a lot of times, like when we, we still have the candy stores, we have three candy stores. Um, But I was running one of them by myself for quite a while and it was very stressful for me. It was, it was, um, it was hard for me, like the, the not knowing, like when somebody was going to call in or the internet would go down and I would have to fix it or, you know, like all of that caused a lot of anxiety for me and I had no time to make art Mm. at that time. Mm-hmm. no time um so we started making mystery bags in the stores and i was hand drawing every mystery bag because it was something i could do yeah at the store that was for the store that was also a way for me to like get some art in somewhere right um so yeah anybody who shopped at my stores back in the day you have andrea on a brown I hope you still bag. have those brown paper packs. <laughs>
0: yeah, hopefully.
1: Um, yeah. So so yeah, so for me, it is it is about um, my mental my mental health. Um, and you know, I think it's also like bigger picture. The thing that like I really love about what I'm doing right now is when I hear from people who are making art with their kids, or like just today, I got an email from someone who's taking my class with their mom. And they sent me a picture of them like holding up their paintings in their kitchen. Mm -hmm. And for me, like the idea that people are connecting through art is that is the most rewarding thing for me. Mm -hmm. whether it's with their kid or their parent, you know, or it's I'll get messages from teachers or from therapists, occupational therapists, speech therapists who are using some of this stuff with their clients, you know, that's, that's important. That's like an important thing. Um, And I think that kind of feeling of importance was what I was missing when it was all just about like selling candy. (laughs) (laughs) Which we still sell candy and that is important too. Yeah, My husband (laughs) never watches this. She probably won't, but. I just
0: feel like this, it's like you've been spending your whole life building a color story. Uh, And I wanted to ask you this question. Do you feel that the meaning and emotion behind colors change for you depending on your season of life?
1: Well, yeah, for me, I mean, I have said that like my style has gotten less mature, (laughs) the older I get. I love things that look like they were made by children. Mm. whether they are made by children or are not made by children that like that different perspective, different way of looking at things, putting colors together in a way that is unexpected. Like that's what I'm drawn to right now. The rainbow colors. I think there was probably a time in my life where I would have felt like this is not a mature art Mm. form. Mm -hmm. And now at forty-seven, I'm like, Meh, I don't really care. <laughs> this is awesome, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah, like who doesn't
1: love a rainbow? You know, I mean, and that was that's where my art came from. Was I was painting animals in traditional colors, and I was developing my skills. But I was like, if I have to paint one more gray thing, I am gonna lose it. So I decided to make something that wasn't gray it was it was a fennec fox was the first one I ever did and it was all the colors and I was like I remember I ran into the bathroom my husband was in the bathroom he was dressed and everything but he was it standing in the bathroom and I ran in with my fennec fox and was like look at what I just made Mm -hmm. you know and this was six years ago I like I was a full (laughs) grown-up (laughs) <laughs> very excited about a piece of art that I had just made. Um, so I think whenever you get that feeling from colors, mm. that's your color story, mm. whatever, whatever that thing is that makes you like yes. giddy yeah. Yeah. leap
0: and passionately just excited. And I think that we got to, That's living. To me, that's the definition of living, the things that you can accomplish that give you joy, that make you want to share what you've created or what you're doing with other people, because that's expression in just the most raw, beautiful way. And I think that you are bringing a lot of joy and a lot of color into people's life. So so many different ways. Whether they're eating the candy from your store, or they're <laughs> sitting there on Instagram trying to like look at you while they're tracing and going back and forth between their paper. And I'm looking at what I've done. I haven't even added the the black to my stuff, but I'm feeling pretty pretty excited about what I just created. I'm like, what? Did you use
1: markers?
0: I use marker markers? and I You want to see? Yeah, yeah please share. Sure. And then Catherine, Catherine, <laughs> oh, yeah. the real artist. She's the real artist. <laughs> So I'm, I'm a spoken word artist and a poet and I do, I teach creative writing workshops. So, um, I have the blur. Let me take this blurry thing off. So stop blurring my settings so that y'all could actually see. Uh, all right. So it's a heart, but it's just kind of all bleeding down. It is still dripping. So it's still becoming. And that, yeah. I think that the cool thing about water, it's still becoming, it's still creating something and you just got to wait till it dries to see what, what it fully will be. You know,
1: that's right. It's yeah. It's the unpredictability of it that drives people crazy when they're trying to learn watercolor. And it's the, the thing that I love about it. And it's once you realize that you can't control it and you start to embrace it, all of that that's when your love of watercolor I feel like really will blossom mm. but I do want to show you like this is one that I finished yeah let's see. so this is what it looks like
2: oh wow when you outline
1: all the little
2: bits um
1: it's like a
2: like a Topographical map or undersea—like there's so many ways to interpret that.
1: Yeah, it's. I mean, a lot of people have said like, "Oh, I'm going to do this and use it for my D&D fantasy map," you know, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, and you could, you know, you could look at your look at your piece and look for something that looks like a whale. Like you might see shapes in here and you might decide that you're going to make it into a dinosaur head or whatever. Um, but it's your art. Like you get to decide that. If you want to just do random shapes, you just do random shapes. For me as a, as an artist, I have a very hard time thinking of something and drawing it. Um, I use reference photos for pretty much everything. And so the idea of tr- of looking at this and being like, okay, now find eight things. It would, it would, I would panic. It would stress you out. Yeah. yeah it would stress <laughs> me out. So I don't do it that way. Right. Now if I happen to see something that looks like something and I feel compelled to go with it, then I will go with it. But I don't put that pressure on myself because I, I know that that's not, that's not when I'm my best, you know? Um, And I think that's part of, part of what I've learned about making art is that you have to, you have to be able to look at what you're doing and say like, is this bringing me joy in this moment? Because if not, like, what is the point of doing this? Right, yeah. So the stuff I do is the stuff that makes me happy. And if if it doesn't, then I don't. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I definitely found that when I got to my 40s, it was like, and now that I am in my 40s, I am like, what? I got to trim some fat. If some stuff okay. is not bringing me joy, if it's not serving me and benefiting community and just enriching life and if it's stressing me, it's got to go. Right. go. Right. So, yep. Yeah, I definitely yeah. feel that's this decade that I'm in right now. So shout out to anybody. And some people are like, I'm not in my 40s yet, but I've made that decision as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but well, yeah. To, and yeah. I think, if,
1: <laughs> you know, like if the idea of making something is appealing to you, you, I just don't want people to um, have that barrier of like, I can't do it. It's not going to be good mm-hmm. because that's not what it's about for me. Now I do make stuff and sell it that I like to think is good. Um, but the stuff that I, that I make on a daily basis is just for the joy that it brings me and the relief that it gives my brain. And that is reason enough to make something. And that, that's really what I'm trying to convey to people is that that idea of hang upable art is great. And it's great to make something that you're proud of, that you want to display but that is not the reason
2: to make art. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, you've talked about the process instead of the product. Um, right. And integrating that practice, like it's just practice, like it, 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 you relieve the pressure and you don't have to be the expert. And, right. And having a beginner's mindset. Right. Yeah. And,
1: and it's being able to look at something that you've made and say like, I really like this part of it. This is a thing that I want to like work on. I want to develop more or like this part of this project was really fulfilling to me. So this, I want to continue with whatever this thing is. Um, And being flexible enough to change your mind about things, you know, that's like, I I can't even remember what I was doing. Oh, I know what I was doing. I made a little, um, I was making these little paint palettes out of clay, which I've never made before. So it was one of those like crazy videos where I (laughs) didn't know what I was doing. But um, you know, at one point I like scrapped what I was doing and started over. And to me, that was one of like the biggest lessons that I've gotten from art is that you have to not be afraid to start over. There's, you know, there's, you know yeah. there's nothing that I can't like remake if I want to remake it. I can remake it. Um, but we should be happy that our brains think of something better. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a
0: great idea. Yeah. yeah. You know? being <laughs> like, like, oh my God, now I got to start over. It should be, hey, you adapted and you're evolving as you go through this process because right. art and life. Both evolutions, and 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 so it's going to take on different forms. Catherine, what'd you make?
2: Oh, I almost forgot. <laughs> There's mine Ooh, so far. That's a nice oh. color scheme. That's yeah. I
0: was
1: just going to say, I I feel like that that to me. I don't know you that well. Obviously, I've only <laughs> talked to you twice. But that feels like you to me. <laughs> this is
2: how I feel right now. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's gorgeous. It's gorgeous.
2: I'm looking forward to try, like, to adding in after it's dry, adding in the the black pen or marker. Um, yeah. And I hope that people watching, if they're doing this project or they complete it later, post it in the comments, and uh, we'd just love to see your work. Um, yeah. So um, we are almost uh, well. We're we've kept you longer than we said we would. <laughs> but- oh, I, well, I'm fine, but I know it's a show. <laughs> you gotta do your thing. She's
0: been in agony this whole time. I've seen it on her face. She hated it.
2: I want to keep keep you here all day. Um, But Andrea, what is the best way for most people probably know how to connect with you. But if they if this is the first time they're meeting you, what's the best way to connect with you? Or um, if they want to take a watercolor class, how can they do that?
1: Yeah, so I'm on Instagram and TikTok. um, And my handle is Andrea.Nelson.art on both. Um, I'm also on Facebook, but I'm not really active on Facebook. So the best, best place to see me is Instagram and TikTok. And then um, my, my website is kind of like, I picked a really hard name. It was.
2: (laughs) It'll make it memorable.
1: (laughs) Best choice. Uh, But my, yeah, my business name is a dream or a day art, which stems from my oldest son, who is 22, when he was three, if something was like really, really good, he would say, mommy, was it a dream or a day? Because it felt too good to be true. Mm -hmm. You know, it must be a dream. So when I named my business, that was something that had always stuck with me because I was like, I I wanna do the things that feel like a dream, Mm -hmm. that feel too good to be true. So that's the name of the business is a dreamer a day art, which nobody can remember. Um, (laughs) But if you go to the website, you'll see where you can enroll in my online uh, watercolor class, which is the class is kind of a new thing. I just launched it in October, but the nice thing about the class is it's, you can take it whenever you want. You can rewind and I guess rewind is like a really old term. You can go back, you can replay things, you can pause, you can watch things as many times as you want. And there is a um, community feature in there where you can leave comments, you can post pictures of your work. I respond to basically every comment on there um, and, and give feedback. I'm, I don't give, I don't criticize that's not what I'm, I'm about. I will answer questions. Sure. But it's not like an art critique. It is not an class. art critique. No, <laughs> it is a very nice place. It is a really, it is my favorite corner of the internet is the comment section of that class because people post pictures of their projects and other students will comment and everyone is like, lovely. hmm um and and you don't always get that on the internet
0: (laughs) yeah like today everybody's been really lovely these comments that we see pouring in that Richard is sharing thank you Richard in the back uh production side for sharing we've had some great comments and I feel like this this has just been a a wonderful experience for everybody yeah yay
1: yay yeah that's That's really what's important is, you know, I, I, I feel very fortunate to be able to do what I do. And most of the people that I interact with are like the best people. So I feel very lucky in that way.
0: You've heard it from Andrea. You are the best people if you're watching.
1: Yeah. And so now
0: y'all just got to tell the other people that you know are the best to watch this podcast so they can get in this <laughs> arts, of, arts for the Health of It vibe that we're, that we're doing and definitely follow Andrea Nelson on Instagram or TikTok and wherever you find it. And also just google her, google her. <laughs>
2: And just real quick uh, vocab, we had an article come out yesterday and um, Andrea, you are mentioned in this article. It's the San Antonio I saw Register. it. Yeah, was... you're, you're in there, <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, vocab, if you wanna speak about that, just real quick.
0: Yeah, so shout out to the San Antonio Report, uh, Scott Ball and Nicholas Frank. Uh, Nicholas, I had just posted that I was gonna start a new podcasting career uh, here with on hearts need art and art for the health of it with Catherine and I people see the things that they see when you post stuff, good friends and just wonderful people. And Nicholas has covered a few things that I've done, so I want to shout out to him. Thank you so much. And the San Antonio report for uh, the story. And thank you, um, Andrea, for for being here. This yeah, What a wonderful you. way to start my uh, podcasting career with the two of you beautiful souls and lovely, gorgeous women. And we even had comments about your hair because it's fly, for real, for real. <laughs> Make sure you
1: read read the comments. <laughs> I will go back. I will definitely go back and read. I feel really honored to have been here for your first your first podcast with the team. I unite. So awesome you did you you did a great job.
2: like i I can't wait to see what you guys do from here. Well, you'll yeah. have to come back, Andrea. You'll have to come back on the show, maybe next season with me. Um, but <laughs> those of you who are listening or watching make sure you like or subscribe wherever you get your podcast and we will see you next week keep creating everyone bye
0: bye thank you for listening to arts for the health of it this episode is produced by hearts need art creative support for patients and caregivers you can support the show and help others learn about the healing power of the arts by visiting HeartsNeedArt.org. The views expressed on this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Hearts Need Art, their staff, board members, or other affiliates. All content is created for informational purposes only. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice or to diagnose and treat any health condition. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health professional with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking because of something you've heard on this podcast.